Hello. Welcome to Life and Things Podcast. My name is Corinne, and in episode one, we will be going over a topic called defining who you are. So stick around. So who are you? It's amazing how little we really look at ourselves and who we really are as a person. What if I told you that to live your best life, you need to define who you are? You need to be able to answer questions like simply, who am I? What am I? What am I about? What do I like? What am I good at? What do I like that I'm good at and enjoy? What are my hobbies? And why did I choose those hobbies? To live a full, fulfilling life and to feel balanced and like we have a purpose, like there's some reason why we are here, we do have to figure out what the answers to those questions are. And I'm going to walk you through it. So let me first start by giving you some vocab words and defining them for you. And if you are in business, you probably already know these terms. Um, First is a vision or a vision statement. And that is a verbal image of what we ultimately want to achieve in our lives for a business in our business. (laughs) So really that's how I see things going for myself. A mission. A mission is your purpose. What I have inside that I can use. What is my purpose? There are values. Defining your values defines your moral compass and expected behaviors that you have for yourself. Creating your values is not always easy, of course. So I'm going to give you a website that you can go to that gives you a really long, expansive list of what what values you might decide to use. Um, It is called livebolandbloom.com. They give you, I believe, about 100 different values that you yourself can choose. So for my values, I've chosen to live by the values of leadership, strength, empathy, wisdom, and focus. This is going to help out when we get into the next section which is making our vision statements. To create your vision statement, we're gonna start by writing out some life experiences with relations to work, family, education, successes, and failures. So go ahead and pause the podcast, create your list for both work, family, education, successes, and failures, and then continue listening for your next task. All right, so now that you've got your experiences listed, I want you to now think about what you are passionate about. And while you're thinking about your passions, keep in mind that your personality needs to play a part in this, right? I mean, everybody has their different personality traits that may or may not make that really a true passion. It might just be something you enjoy, right? So if you are an introvert, 
Though you might be passionate about helping people and listening to people, it might not be something that you're driven to do because you're so introverted. So just keep that in mind. Um, my suggestion is to make a list of your personality traits that you know, and be quite honest about this too. You know, there are positive and negative personality traits. We've all got them. So make sure you add both into that. So if you happened to be, you know, somebody who occasionally is careless or dishonest, maybe you're critical of other people, those are things you still want to take into consideration. Other things that you also want to look at are your spiritual gifts. What your actual skills and abilities are. What are you good at? Where is God working in your life if you happen to be a person of faith? When you are doing something that you are passionate about, typically you're going to feel almost like you're really alive and excited to be doing it. It's not going to feel like something that you have to do or that you're being forced to do. It's something that you literally will wake up for, will do it, and it will be a pure enjoyment. And when you accomplish whatever you're doing at that time, you're going to feel really good about it. You know, it's not, it's, there's going to be nothing heavy about it. All right, so take take a few minutes now, pause the podcast and write your what you're passionate about. So now that you've got your five core values, your passions, some life experiences that you've been through that have helped kind of create the person that you are, let's now identify what motivates you and what makes you want to get up and do something. Those motivations could be, uh, like for me, helping people. You know, I am very motivated to help people. Um, It's kind of what drove me into my leadership roles in my life. And though there's positives and negatives to being a leader, the positives to me outweigh the negatives. So that's something to keep in mind. It has to be something that truly motivates you even when there are negatives. If you have a personal vision, some things that this will do for you include having a guide for decisions, being meaning-driven and interdirected, think in the long-term versus the short-term, and maintaining balance in your life, which everybody needs. And you can always tell when someone's out of balance. Let's talk a little bit about people who are out of balance and have not found their mission, their vision, their passion, their values. People who are not in the balance cycle are in the stress cycle. And we all know what that's like at some point in our lives, right? Um, Some people tend to look at wealth, power, and status over everything else. They look at the short-term solutions instead of the long-term solutions. They have more reactive decision-making versus having a vision and making positive, impactful decisions. They take all of their direction from the outside instead of from inside themselves. And all of these things create this turmoil that causes the stress and anxiety 
frustration, anger, and sometimes even the word that I absolutely despise, which is hate. Um, so remember, getting to know yourself and knowing what you're really about is very important when it comes to having a positive life. All right, so now to give you some examples of really good vision statements, I'm going to start with a bunch that are not me, and then I'll tell you mine. Uh, Denise Morrison, who is the CEO of Campbell Soup Company, her vision statement was to serve as a leader, live a balanced life, and apply ethical principles to make a significant difference. Joel Manby, CEO of Hershen Family Entertainment. His vision statement was, I define personal success as being consistent to my own personal mission statement, to love God and love others. Oprah Winfrey. Her vision was to be a teacher and to be known for inspiring my students to be more than they thought they could be. Amanda Steinberg, founder of dailyworth.com. Her personal vision statement was to use my gifts of intelligence, charisma, and serial optimism to cultivate the self-worth and net worth of women around the world. How powerful is that? Around the world, that's a huge vision. And she's doing it. So... My personal vision statement is, I want to be a strong, humble, and empathetic leader and influencer of communities that is forward-focused and wise with unwavering commitment to my faith. That is my vision for myself, for my life. So what is yours? Our next task along this goal of getting to know ourselves is to create our personal mission statements. To start, I want to give you a website to go to. It is thelifesynthesis.com. An easier way to find it, though, is just to Google 21 personal mission statements examples. Your mission statement, remember, is your purpose. So let me give you mine as an example. My mission statement is using my gifts of empathy, idealism, leadership, and compassion to help communities of people live their best life and thrive. It is now your turn to come up with your personal mission statements. It needs to be something that you really want to spend your time in your life doing because it is your mission. And from this, we're going to go into our goals and objectives. I'm sure a lot of you have probably heard of SMART goals. A SMART goal is one that is S, specific, M, measurable, A, achievable, R, realistic, and T, timely. One example of a goal based off of my vision and mission is to create a podcast that reaches at least 20,000 visitors in six months. Now remember, you have to be specific, right? So my specific goal is to create a podcast. It is measurable because I want it to be 20,000 visitors in six months, which is timely. It is measurable 
and it more than likely can be achievable. What do you think? Off of those kind of goals, and you want to have more than one goal, but not too many that you can't really focus on any one thing. So make sure that you make maybe two or three goals a year. And then off of those goals, you're going to create your objectives, the little bite-sized pieces that you can do to reach your goal. Objectives are definitely more pinpointed and specific as to what exactly you're going to be doing. So for example, one objective that I have for myself was creating what I wanted to talk about for my, for my podcast. So I took time making a list of all the things that I really want to talk to people about to help them in their life where they might be struggling or might need advice in. And so I made a very expansive list. My next objective was to figure out what podcast platform that I wanted to put my my podcast on and where I wanted to post it. So look at your goals and create some very directive, small bite-sized pieces, which are objectives that you can easily get accomplished in a short period of time. Why is the vision, mission, and value statement so important? They give you direction in your life, which in turn creates the balance, leading you out of the stress cycle which makes people happier, calmer, and more successful, generally speaking. It's also mentioned in The Second Habit by Stephen R. Covey's The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, which is an incredibly popular book in the business world among leaders. And so since we're all the leader of our own lives, why wouldn't we want to also reap the benefits of a book like that? I also want to mention that according to the Fast Company, we should be reevaluating our vision, mission, and values occasionally to make sure nothing needs to change. We as people, we do tend to grow, develop, and change our focuses in life. And so our, our mission, value, visions, all of those things need to also change with that. Otherwise, we lose direction and we go back into the stress cycle. It's also important to create a community around you. And we do this by sharing our mission with those closest to us. And as we get more comfortable, you know, maybe putting that out there to a larger audience. And what this does for us is it creates a support system. For us, for those that we share with, it may even make someone who is in that stress cycle reevaluate, create their own vision, mission, and value statements and get back into a life of balance. So you might also be helping other people if you share with them. I hope this was helpful for you. And I also want to tell you, do not miss my next episode. It's going to be about attaining self-worth and happiness. Until then, have a blessed day and enjoy the rest of your week. Bye.